This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Evening all, Armitage here, and not only am I back live behind the microphone at Rock Radio UK's edifice, aka Phil's Palacious Palace, but today's show is going to feature exclusive live cuts from the stupid number of live bands I've seen over the last seven days, as I've been banging on about uh, since every single show since I first found out that The Curse were making their UK debut on the 1st of June down in Bournemouth at the Anvil. It will come as absolutely no surprise, as that's where I was this time last week. Actually, exactly at this time, last Friday, as you were settling down to listen to episode 621, I was just about to get back in my car to make the 125-mile journey home. Four and a half bloody hours it took me to get from Greenwich to the venue. But only two and a quarter coming back. Worth every single minute. Right. Kicking things off music-wise this week are the C30s, who also got things going live last Friday.
The C-30s were formed at the beginning of 2008, mainly playing regularly around the Bournemouth scene ever since. As I said on episode 614, the band still have a MySpace page. And there, in space, no one can hear you. Smell CD was conspicuous by its absence from the merch table, meaning my only source of studio material is still C-30s guitarist and vocalist Andy Nazir's personal SoundCloud site. It's a pity that the C-30s don't play in London as they are a great fun live band as you just heard I mean with Andy sporting a Heartbreakers t-shirt and drummer Dom in a Ramones one you know things are going to be all fine and dandy live wise nothing else seems to be on their event horizon but if I was you I'd quickly add them as a friend on Facebook to find out when and where and if they do of course, up next was the whole reason I got up at 4.30 in the morning, worked eight and a half hours, and then drove for four and a half hours. The Curse and their UK debut gig. I knew that I was going to be in for a treat when bassist Pedder warmed up with the intro to Love Song by The Damned before the whole band launched into Zombie Life from the I Don't Give a Shit EP. The whole band looked like they just walked off the set of some 1970s New York cop show. 35 minutes later, a dozen odd songs later... It was all over, with me seriously thinking of mugging off the latter part of Camden Rocks to see them again in Walthamstow the following evening. Admittedly, the curse aren't breaking new musical ground. Scandinavian garage rock has been around for yonks, but when it's played with passion, commitment and urgency, originality is just a byword for getting it and doing it right. There's a saying that goes, you can't teach granny how to suck eggs. Or as the curse would say, don't teach Daddy, how the fuck?
So, on to this year's Camden Rocks Festival. Unlike previous years, there was the smallest of queues at the Underworld where I had to swap my Groupon ticket for the coveted wristband. My first port of call was the Dublin Castle to see the Ramonas. Now, I've only seen them once before back in November 2011 when they played the Underworld. And as I said before, I didn't really like them. The only saving grace was that Richie Ramone joined them for a few numbers. But apart from that, I made a mental and physical note never to see them again. So much so that when they headlined last year's Croydon Rocks Festival, I made sure that I was on the bus heading home before a 1234 had been shouted. The following day, however, the squirrel, who stuck around for them, said that they were actually quite good and performed original material as well as remote covers. So I thought I'd risk it for a biscuit. The bar area at the Dublin Castle was absolutely packed, and I can did actually think that I wasn't going to get in and see them. Obviously I did, but it did feel like I was in a can of sardines. At the stroke of midday, the band hit the stage with Chloe Ramona informing us for the Camden Rock set, they were only going to play originals. It was a stroke of genius. I mean, everybody there knew every single Ramones tune. But I can guarantee a considerable less percentage knew a Ramones one. Or maybe they did. As each tune got a great reception with much furious head banging. Of course, musically the Ramones sound like the Ramones. But vocally, Chloe doesn't ape Joey. She has her own voice, which she uses to great advantage. Yes, I would see the Ramonas again live, but I prefer more of their own stuff than covers. in the Dublin Castle as one contents of a sardine tin were replaced by another as up next it was Tequila Mockingbird who in a strange case of coincidence played a Ramones cover in the shape and form of somebody put something in my drink Tequila Mockingbird were not as high energy as the Ramones still just as good with drummer Josie O'Toole on the verge 
of becoming my fourth favourite drummer of all time. Because, as like the other three, that would be Keith Moon, Rats, Gabriel, and Simon Edwards, she doesn't use the kit as just something to keep time, but as an instrument in its own right. She's not quite there yet, but boy can she pound her drums. Newish recruits have, as I said on episode 609, fitted in seamlessly. So much so that the Paranoid Squirrel Gardener, yeah, I do have one, although I haven't made use of his services recently, who was also in attendance, was surprised to learn that two-thirds of the band on stage didn't actually appear on his just-purchased Flight and Fight album. Tequila Mockingbird are currently tearing up and down various British motorways until the end of September. If I was you, I'd go and see them.
It has to be said that this year's Camden Rocks didn't grab me as much as previous years. However, I met up with former high school chum James E, as opposed to other high school chums of James L and the James B variety, at the Littleton Arms to catch up with Lupus D. Funnily enough, last time I saw the band was at Camden Rocks last year, up at the Dublin Castle, where bassist Toshi was absent as he was roadieing for Ugly Kid Joe with Mickey Mayhem taking over for string duties. This year, however, he is all present and correct. To be honest, it's been a bit on the quiet front live-wise for Lupus D. The last gig was in February, but before that it was nearly a year ago at the Hawley Arms. But you know, you wouldn't know it with the band pretty much picking up from where they left off last year. High energy garage punk rock with a look straight out of Clockwork Orange.
Another band that I saw at last year's Camden Rocks was The Professionals, but unlike Lubus D, I have seen them in the interim. Also, over the last 12 months, well, October to be precise, the band have released an album of new material called What in the World, which, of course, you know as I've played choice cuts from it since its release. Disappointingly, vocalist-guitarist Tom Spencer was subject to a certain amount of derision from hardcore Steve Jones supporters, the man he replaced in The Professionals. The best way to counteract this was for Tom to be as professional as he could be, no pun intended, and let the music do the talking. Funny how it's all gone quiet on that front. The new album is great, and live, the band nail it. Well, almost, during the opening track, Paola, bassist Paul Myers had a slight jazz oddity moment, but that's all part of seeing a band live. It's live. Fuck up, Spatner. It all adds to the experience. New and old songs go hand in hand. Even though it's been 36-odd years between the two albums, they flow really well. Steve Jones? Never heard of him. This is one of the new albums. It's called Good Man
Now, my final band of Camden Rocks 2018 were the main grants at the Camden Assembly that was formerly the Barfly. I had intended on catching massive wagons who were on before Danny, Jinna, JJ and Ben, along with friend of the show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright and the Squirrel, who were hot-footing it from the crowbar. Well, it was a Squirrel's birthday. However, as with previous years, if you really want to see a band, it's a good idea to get into the venue at least one band before the one you actually want to see. We didn't. So, consequently, with the queue sneaking round the downstairs bar, when we joined it, we only saw half of the band's last song. That will teach us. There's no getting away from it, but the main grains are the natural extension of the yo-yos. With only just over a dozen, if not a baker's dozen, tunes to choose from, I did wonder how they'd fill out their 45-minute time slot. Danny's former band does get a look in with Keep On Keeping On, which was added to the set list. Well, if the loyalties can do Stockholm Sick Blues, then the main grounds can do Keep On Keeping On. Also in the set was a new song, Unsung Heroes, with Danny telling us a story about a credit card, a towel, his leg, and a fountain of blood of ceiling-reaching proportions.
is leaking. <laughs> Fucking hell, I can't see anything. <laughs> Who said that? Right, this one's here. About people who are just special and they just can save your life or they can save other people's lives. And it's called Unsung Heroes. It's, uh, it's dedicated to our last one. Save my life, you know. Before I lost my leg, um, I bled. I bled so bad I was hitting the ceiling. And she managed to save my life with a credit card and towel. So this one goes out to all the unsung heroes. Thank God. <laughs>
disaster over there. Colombian disaster. What could that mean, folks? Martian powder, I think. Colombian nightmare. That's the one, yeah. Similar. We're waiting for her to turn up. <laughs> right. Only joking, of course. I'm clean now. <laughs> you believe that? You believe that? If you turn the tap off at the bottom, the Niagara Falls will stop. I love my rock and roll.
one he was. Lovely thing to see. Can I just have a few seconds to have a drink, Mr. McDonald, please? Boss. You're doing what? Can I just have a few seconds to have a drink, boss? Yeah. Boss? I'm coming up the world. <laughs> boss.
song and dance. This is called uh, I'd rather be in California.
is just around the corner, I believe, so if you've liked it, please go buy some up. Help us get the petrol home. This one's for everyone in here. It's awesome. seeing Brian Hamilton and Traitors, who followed on from the main grants. I did, however, toy with the idea of seeing Public Image Limited at the Electric Ballroom, as I'd never seen them live before. In the event, I saw neither, as lack of sleep and standing up for eight hours took its toll. And for me, this year's Camden Rocks was over as soon as the main grants had said their thank you and good nights. Arkwright and the Squirrel, on the other hand, remained, ending up back at the crowbar, where apparently the regulars, including Lee Doran from Cathedral, sang her happy birthday. Arkwright was heard to say, well, at least next year, your birthday will be the day after Camden Rocks. Two days later, it's announced that Camden Rocks 2019 will be over two days, the 1st of June, and of course, the Squirrel's birthday. Yes, I have already got my super early bird ticket. Oh, how we laughed. Until Sunday, take it easy. <laughs>